All right. Everybody is obviously very caffeinated. I can tell. It's good. Um, so as we're kicking off Encounter, this is a, a, a word that God's put in my heart for, um, for a while now. And just um, been praying about when to share it. Listen, let me just make it, give you a couple disclaimers. Number one, I'm not trying to be cute. You're like, I know you're not cute at all, right? I mean, sometimes we can try to be cute and clever in the way that we communicate. And I think sometimes the clarity gets missed, right? So there are some elements this morning that I've got some videos I want to show you. You're going to laugh. They're fantastic. There's some stuff in this message that I think you're really going to love. But I don't want you to sit there and think the whole time, he's just trying to be cute. I'm trying to really communicate something very simple, very simple. But I believe life-changing. Jesus did that all the time, right? He... I think about people that have said things like, God, you're not very deep. I'm like, you wouldn't do well with Jesus. And he was like, see this seed? That had been like, there's Jesus talking about plants again, right? The kingdom's like a field. Oh, God, Jesus, come on, man, get to the deep stuff. Well, the deep stuff's in the field. And if you see it, you'll buy the field and go get the deep stuff. Right. So this morning, if you're if you're in one of those people <laughs> that struggle with the simplicity of the gospel, I don't know how to help you because the gospel is simple. It's not simply lived. Can I get an amen? But it is simple. Right. And so this morning, um, when we talk about roller coasters, did you notice the roller coaster in the lobby? Did you know what that was? How many of you came in and you were like, oh, God, more plumbing issues at the gathering? Right. No, no, y'all, no, no, it's not plumbing. Les Malden did a great job with that. He just, he, he, I, got, I heard that there, he was going to put a roller coaster in the roof or in the ceiling. I'm like, I can't wait to see that, right? And that's awesome. I just kind of envision myself on that roller coaster. How many of you like roller coasters? Okay. How many of you don't like roller coasters? Never have, never will? And how many of you have hit the age where you can't believe they make you sick because you still love them so much? Isn't that crazy? I think, I, I think we took our, our, our boys to Carowinds when they turned 13, and I mean, I'm a roller coaster guy, y'all. I love roller coasters, and I will ride them all day long and well into the night, even after they close the park, if they would let me. And I don't know, it might have been like the third time, third ride, and I, I had to go like almost throw up in the bathroom. And I'm in the bathroom, I mean, that's a bad graphic, right? I'm in the ba- bathroom, it's like... <laughs> And on the inside, I'm like, God, what is wrong with me? I'm like this super cool dad. We're at Carowinds, and I, I'm like, I'm done. And I think we were on Scooby-Doo or something. I don't even know, but <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I love upside-down, twisty-turny things. I just love them, right? But they do not love me anymore. So this morning, when we start talking about that, um, I just don't want you to panic and think, oh, God, what, what is What's happened to my pastor? I thought he was going to be all about Jesus today. I am all about Jesus. I guarantee it. And I've got something that I hope I can get out, right? So I'm going to try to be very, um, well, I don't, I don't know what, you, what the word would be. I just want to make sure that I'm clear. I want to make sure that when we leave here today, you are encouraged with this truth. That roller coasters and following Jesus have a lot in common. 
And I pray that every time you see a roller coaster, think about a roller coaster, get on a roller coaster, throw up on a roller coaster. I pray that you always remember this moment because God has something in, in store for you. And it's all about roller coasters. What are we going to talk about today? Just making sure you're, you want to watch a video? Yeah, because I love Kevin Hart and Jimmy Fallon. And when they get together, now listen, I, I get another disclaimer. Um, I have made sure all cuss words are out of every video. I will talk about a video later that I wanted to show you. Oh, I so wanted to show it to you, but I couldn't because I was just, there's, if I took all the cuss words out, there'd be no, nothing. So, but I'll tell you about it anyway. But this one's, it's all safe. Parents, take a deep breath. Your kids won't hear anything on the screen that they've probably already heard from you. Here we go. in the world. Now, I, lo I love roller coasters, I, but, but they, 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 they scare me sometimes. I don't like them. You do not like them. I don't like them. <laughs> when I shook your hand this afternoon. It was sweaty. It was sweaty. I've never, I've never, first of all, I never knew that that could happen to me until this morning. Like my palms were so clammy. Like I really, I don't, I don't like Roller coasters, and and you made me do it. You made me do it. We got. We we'll think like a man. We gotta act like a man. We manned up. We shot the whole thing. Uh, we had to go on together because I was a little scared too. I didn't. I've never been on this roller coaster before. Why am I? Get, I'm getting nervous now. Yeah, no, we don't have to do it again. I'm, I'm not gonna make you do it again. Uh, we're we're riding the Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket. <laughs> Rip Ride Rocket. Insane. It's insane. It's insane. Uh, well, anyways, uh, it's, here it is. Uh, check it out. All right, man. Here we go, uh, I'm not even going to lie to you, Jimmy. I'm nervous. I'm nervous, man. I, don't, I mean, I like roller coasters. I don't like the ones that, that go fast. Let's, let's just do it. Let's just do it. Let's do it. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let me get it. Let me get it. Let me get it. Let me get it. So good. Are you serious right now? I am serious. You're good. I'm not, I'm a grown man. Okay. All right, all right, let's go. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, let's go. You be straightforward, you be about it. Oh, no, we're in the front, we're in the front, we're in the front, we're in the front, we're in the front. Come on, Kevin, you have to do it, Kevin, you have to do it. Come on, we said we can do it. Come on, we can do it. Lock me in, lock me in, lock me in, man. Come on, try it again. No, no, push it further. Was that it? I'm just as surprised as you. It what? That was it? Oh, that stinks. Well, life is like a roller coaster. <laughs> uh, Isaiah chapter 30, verse 21. Listen to this verse. It says, whether you turn to the right or to the left, 
your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. That's a roller coaster verse. Can we just pick it apart just for a few seconds? Whether you turn to the right or the left, a lot of people get jacked up over like, what is God's will for my life? What is God's will for my life? What is God's will for my life? You know what his will is? Move. Take a step. Whether you go to the right or the left, you'll hear a voice behind you, and that voice will say, this is the way, walk in it. When we know, listen, when we know that God's got us, then we can be free on the inside no matter what's going on around us on the outside. When we put together Encounter a couple months ago, we knew that God gave us this theme of wide open. And we talked about roller coasters and how, like, when you watch, we would watch that video, and if you watch that, you, you would say, um, Jimmy Fallon might be free. He's enjoying that ride more, and Kevin Hart was not so much, right? And so we look at people on the roller coasters like this, and maybe you're this person. And then you've got people who are like, holding on for dear life. And we say, well, the person with their hands up, that person's free. And the person who's holding on for dear life, that person's not. But guess what? Neither one of them are free. They're both locked into the ride. One is free on the inside. And so they can enjoy the ride. And following Jesus is a lot like that, y'all. Roller coasters can go left. They can go right. They can go upside down. How many of you are corkscrew people, right? But when you trust that you're locked into the ride, you can enjoy it more than fear it. A lot of people fear life because they haven't locked themselves into the fact that Jesus has me. One more video that I think will completely illustrate this point, and, and um, we've shown it a couple times because I could watch it every day, all day for the rest of my life, and I would laugh every single time. If you've been with us before, you've already seen this clip of Aunt Janice with her nephew on um, the, what is it called, slingshot? It's fantastic. Hopefully this, the whole thing will go. That was just completely video creator error. Hopefully the whole thing will go. Here we, here we go. Let's give it a shot.
Get yourself a Janice in your life, right? You need to have somebody who can laugh at you while you think you're going to die. No doubt about it. The level of enjoyment or terror has everything to do with how much or how little the riders trust that they are secure. You're secure in Christ. And you've got to, have, you've got to be wide open on the inside so that you can handle whatever is going on around you on the outside. The phrase that I've been saying lately is that I want freedom on the inside that's greater than the fight on the outside. And that's what this year's encounter is all about. I'm praying that God gives you freedom on the inside. Because what we're learning in our culture is no matter how much progress we might think that we're making against whatever is out there, we're never going back to what it was. There is, from now until Jesus comes back, always going to be a fight going on the outside all around us. And if we're waiting on all of that to change so that we can be free, then we're never going to understand true freedom because freedom is on the inside. You've got to be wide open on the inside. And how you walk with Jesus through the left and right turns and upside downs and corkscrews. And raise your hand if you've ever seen your life turned upside down on a dime. I have. And if you're not secure in Christ, you'll never make it. One of the, I don't want to call it a vision because that's going to maybe give it too much weight. But one of the, I'm, I'm, I just think in pictures sometimes. And so one of the pictures I saw as I was preparing for this message, this very simple, I get it, simple message was I saw a roller coaster, and I saw every time the roller coaster went a direction that people on the roller coaster didn't like, they would just say, I, that's just too restrictive. I just want to be free. So if the roller coaster went to the left and you tend to lean right politically, you were unbuckling and jumping off. And if it went right and you tend to lean left, then you were unbuckling and jumping off. And what God showed me was, you know, when people unbuckle themselves and jump off the roller coaster, they really are free for a moment. And then they're dead forever. Instead of trusting that God, what, what does it say in Proverbs 16, 9? In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. That word for establish, it literally means this in the Hebrew, to be established and to be fastened i love that part in the kevin hart clip where he's like push it down harder right like make sure i'm secure in this ride and i just need to tell you this as followers of jesus you're not called to a life of safety but you are promised a life of security there's a big difference if we have learned nothing else and don't I'm almost, some words that are true in scripture have been hijacked so that I almost can't even say them because if I say the word fear, then everybody thinks of a certain demographic of people. Can we not do that? Can we just hear the word fear the way the Bible talks about it, which is like not trusting in God? And fear brings out the worst in people. I, the clip that I wanted to show you, oh, God. it's this girlfriend and boyfriend, and they're on the roller coaster. Maybe you've seen it. And 
it starts with her hands are way up in the air, and he is literally, you know the bar that they put down? The bar is down, and he has his arms, like, wrapped around it. Like, he is bear-hugging that bar, and he's looking away from his girlfriend. He's this way, and she's like, come on, it's going to be great. Get your hands up. And he's just, like, not having anything to do with it. And he starts saying words that we can't say. And the, and the ride takes off, and she is loving it. She's kind of like Janice. She's laughing. She's loving it. And he is not getting more comfortable. He's digging in more and more. He's like, I hate it. I want it to stop. Make it stop. Get me off this ride. And somewhere in the middle of the ride, he says, I want to break up. <laughs> and she went. What? And the rest of the ride, she's trying to figure out what he just said. He broke up with his girlfriend in the middle of the roller coaster ride. Because fear brings out the worst in people. We have people that are breaking relationships right now because they have become full of fear over the way this roller coaster called following Jesus in this crazy culture is playing out. But faith believes the best of God. If fear brings out the worst in us, faith believes in the best of God. I thought about Job. You know, Job had a rough go. Would you agree that Job was on a bad roller coaster? <laughs> Holy cow, like another loop. You lost all your farm. You lost all your family. You lost all your money. You lost everything. You're still alive, yay. Right? And he said this, though you slay me, yet will I praise you. That's a man who's on the coaster, y'all. He's locked in to the roller coaster. He knows that his life is secure and he has made plans, but he's trusting the Lord to firmly fasten his steps. Instead of saying, I don't think I like the way this is going, I'm going to get off now. The worst time to get off a roller coaster is during the ride. I mean, choose not to get on it or choose to get off it later, but not in the middle. Please don't do that. Proverbs 14, 12 says, there's a way that seems right to men. I don't like the way this is going. Click off. But what does it lead to? Death. And what I want you to know this morning, it's not that like we're mad that people might be trying to jump off of a ride. What I want you to know is that we trust the God who said in Philippians 1, 6, I will finish what I've started. If you'll just stay on the ride. Stay buckled in. Trust me. Close your eyes if you have to. Whatever you need to. But just know that when we pull into the station, I'm going to fulfill what I promised in Psalm chapter 18, verses 16 through 19. Listen, this is what our encounter is all based off of this year. David wrote this after he'd been delivered from his enemies. He, God, sent from on high. He took me. He drew me out of many waters. He saved me from my strong enemy and from those who hated me because they were too mighty for me. They confronted me in the day of my disaster. Do you hear all this? Did you hear the roller coaster in that? A little bit left, a little bit right. Oh, my gosh, here comes this enemy. I thought they're stronger than I am. It's a loop after a loop. I mean, I don't know how many loops you can take. But three, four, five in a row, we're all barfing, right? And here's what he says, but the Lord was my support. He fastened me in. I couldn't push out. 
He also brought me out into an open place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. Now, what you, you know is that when, when we stay on the rod, God's taking us to open places. We're wide open. It doesn't mean you're going to win the lottery. But it does mean on the inside you can be free. Let me close with this, this thought George Barna is a brilliant man. He does a lot of social studies, right? Like not social studies in school, but like he studies people in society. He takes polls and surveys and he gets lots of data. And he found this, that two out of three adults in America, not just in the church, two out of three adults, that's 67%. Technically it's 66.6666, but we're Christians, so we need to have a seven there somewhere, right? Two out of three adults in America are, are what he calls casual Christians. He says 18% are what he calls captive Christians. And here's how he defines that. Casual Christians are about moderation in all things, while captives are about extreme devotion to their God, regardless of the worldly consequences. Captive Christians are in the roller coaster. They're buckled in. And they're like, I don't know what's going to happen next, but I'm on the ride until it's over. And I trust Jesus. Casual Christians are the ones that are tempted to jump off the ride because, ooh, this doesn't quite fit my preference. I'm not sure if I like the direction this is going. And what the world needs more of is we need more than 18% captive Christians. I close with this story I've shared a couple times, but it's about a, a boy that I met when I was youth pastoring in Lake Wiley, and he came from Oklahoma. He was um, a cousin to a, a, a family that was in our youth group, and so he came to stay with them for the summer, and his name was Philip. And you've probably met some people that are like Philip. Philip's like, that, like the guy whose eyes are always bugging out. Do you, do you have people like this that are like, always super excited? Right? Hey! Hey. How's it going? great. What are we going to do today? Drink decaf. Right? <laughs> Philip, he's always, he's always on. He's always, his eyes always big. And we went to Carowinds. And so we're standing around at, at Carowinds and they're talking about like what they want to do next. And somebody in the group was like, hey, let's go ride. I think at the time it was called Cyclone. I don't even know what it's called now. Um, what is it called now? It's called I Have No Idea. Let's go ride the I Have No Idea. Let's go ride the cyclone. And Philip was like, oh, no, I don't, I don't do roller coasters. I'm scared of roller coasters. And I was like, I was a youth pastor. I had this, right? I pulled him over. and was like, Philip, I got my youth pastor voice. Brother, the word says in 2 Timothy 1.7 that God hath not given thee a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mind. And he said, then I'll do it. Eyes bugging out. They went walking off to the ride. They rode it a couple times, and he comes running back. It was awesome. I loved it. We were upside down. Roller coasters were fantastic. And I was relishing in my youth pastor victory when Carrie, a 13-year-old girl, said to Elizabeth, the 15-year-old girl, hey, Elizabeth, let's get Pastor Paul, and let's go ride the sky coaster. And I said, whoa, I don't do sky coasters. I'm scared of heights. And Philip said, Pastor Paul. 
2 Timothy 1.7 says, God hath not given me a spirit of fear. And I was like, are you kidding me? That's what you heard from that? <laughs> you got that out of what I told you? I've been preaching all summer long about the great things of God, and you don't remember squat, but you remember that? <laughs> so I had no choice, right? I mean, what are you going to do? I was like, well, let's go ride the sky coaster. <laughs> sky coaster at Carowinds is nuts, y'all. I mean, it's like they put you in a straitjacket, and Elizabeth's on my left, I'm in the middle, Carrie's on my right, and they, like, start lifting us up. So you're standing on the ground. Is it even there anymore? It should be outlawed by now. You're standing there, but when they start picking you up, you just, like, fall over and start swinging. It's like, I think I wet my pants two inches off the ground, you know what I'm saying? And then they start pulling you up. You're looking at the ground. And they're pulling you up. And the whole, I don't know how long it takes to get there. 20, 30 minutes? <laughs> Felt like. And the whole time, you're staring at the place you're going to die. <laughs> and not only that, but to make it easy for the rescue people, Carowinds has painted a bullseye on the ground. <laughs> I am not saying nothing. I'm trying to breathe, y'all. The whole time I'm thinking, I can't believe Philip remembered that verse. <laughs> what was I thinking? And then you finally get to the top. Everything is so small. And the crowd, there's a crowd there. They love to watch people panic. And you get to the very top, and it just kind of delays. And then they pull you the last little bit up, and it just kind of like clicks into place. You know what I'm talking about? Have you ridden this ride? And I wet my pants again. Like, and then you're just dangling. And then some guy way down there looked up at us and he said, pull the cord. Pull the what? Carrie said, Elizabeth, should I pull the cord? Elizabeth's like, yeah. I said, no, 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 no. Don't pull the cord. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name. I pray, cover me in the blood, but not my blood, Lord. Your blood, God. I mean, I was confessing of everything I'd ever done, thought about doing, things that Carrie and Elizabeth had done and not even done, that they mass murdered people. I was asking God for their forgiveness. And then Carrie pulled the cord. And we just, and you drop so fast. And then you swing out over the crowd. And they're laughing. And I'm like, never ride this ride. And then you swing back over here. And then you come back over the crowd again. And as God is my witness, in this position, in front of all those people, 13-year-old Carrie said, Pastor Paul, and I said, what? You can let go of my hand now. God is calling you to be Philip. Listen, as a pastor, do you know what I want more than anything? If I'm, I mean, if we sat down and you were like shining a light, interrogating me, and I had to be honest, do you know what I want? I want a mega church. It just makes pastors feel good about themselves. You know what God wants? 
He just wants a room full of Phillips. Man, give me 50 people that say, I'll do it just because the word of God says so. And you'll change the world. And when it comes to Jesus and roller coasters, let me ask you this. Are you Philip? Or are you me? <laughs> Is he pushing you towards obedience? Or are you just like, at your word, Lord, I'll do it. Because he hasn't given us a spirit of fear. He has given us power and love and sound mind. He's given us, Peter says, everything we need for godliness. He's just asking us, will you get on the ride and let me click you in, and will you stay on the ride? We know all too well right now that there are twists and turns on the roller coaster. And there are, there are times that we are upside down, and we have got to be asking God, what in the world is happening right now in my life? And he just says, you know what? Stay on the ride. Just stay here. Trust me. And I will lead you to open places. What you didn't see in that clip with Kevin Hart and Jimmy Fallon is that they finally pulled into the station and Kevin Hart's just breathing. <laughs> He's just breathing and Jimmy's like, way to go, man. That was great. And Jimmy's like, I mean, Kevin's like, I'm just so glad it's over. And Jimmy's like, well, what I didn't tell you was, we're going again, boys. <laughs> Take off one more time. But I bet the second time through, he wasn't quite as scared because he knew this ride is safe. It's, gonna, it's got me secure. I'm okay no matter what comes. And this morning, I want to close with this. I just want you to um, ask the Lord this question. Am I, am I on the coaster first? Am I following Jesus, right? Can we get some, can we get some music? Can we do that? Maybe a little build my life. Um, because I love, that, I love the line of that song. It's a firm foundation. And that's what, that's what this is all about. The firm foundation of Jesus. If you're here and you've never chosen to follow Jesus, then I'm inviting you onto the ride. Right? We, we use texting a lot. It's just because it's simple. And so they'll just, if you could scroll that keyword, you just text Jesus to that number. We'll leave it up there. Don't feel bad about getting your phone out and texting. That'd be the best text you ever send. If you have chosen to follow Jesus, then I want to encourage you with this. Stay on the ride. It's not going to get easier. Y'all know that, right? There's more turns to the left than the right. I think every four years we have a turn to the left or the right, don't we? There's always a loop, there's corkscrews. There's things that make our backs feel like they're going to just fall apart. There are times that we are, literally, my greatest fear was that I would get stuck upside down on a roller coaster. Have you seen those videos? Have you seen the things that the enemy will throw at you to make you feel like you're not secure? In, in China or Japan, I'm not sure which, but somebody had the crazy idea to build a bridge that's transparent. Like, it's made of glass. And when you walk out on it, you can see through the bottom of the bridge, like the 500 feet to your death. <laughs> they built a bridge like that on purpose. What? 
And then some engineer got the idea, wouldn't it be great if every time somebody took a step, their pressure would cause the video to look like it cracked and make a sound? Those are fun videos to watch too. You have an enemy that is doing everything he can to convince you that every step you take is your last. And it's not. It's not. Because if it's not good, it's not done. Because God's leading us to open spaces. Open places. And we can trust him. And so I'm going to call you this morning to either one, follow Jesus for the first time or rededicate yourself to him. In a minute, we're going to close this morning out by standing together, and we're just going to sing that, that part of that song, I Will Build My Life. And then we're going to tell the Lord how holy He is, because He's holy, y'all. He built the roller coaster. He knows when it starts and when it ends. And He's got you. You are secure. He's establishing your steps, and He knows what's coming next. And we have to trust that. We have to trust that. Would you close your eyes right now, and would you just... Dedicate yourself to that. Ask yourself this question. Allow God to examine your heart. Am I on the ride and will I stay here? Whether you're in this building or you're at home, fear can grip you before you even know it. We can begin to play it safe because we start to think about what we could lose. And God is calling us to go all in with him. And simply say, I'm going to get on that ride, and I'm going to trust you until it's over. And Philippians 1.6 says that he who promised is faithful, and he will do what he started. He will finish what he began. You can trust him with your life. You can trust him with your life. And as the band sings, I'm just going to ask you, just as your, as your declaration to the Lord, man, that I'm I'm all in with you. I'm on the roller coaster with you, and I trust you. As they begin to sing, I'm going to ask you to stand. Just raise your hands to the Lord and just sing this with them. I will build my life on the firm foundation of Jesus. Come on, church, you respond. Sing that again. I will build.
So God, these, just this morning as we get ready to head out of here, Lord, I just pray fill us with your spirit. God, we, we just sang that you would lead us to those who are around us. And I just commission our church right now in that. Just to go. Just to go and take the good news of this gospel. And there are people that need the security of this Jesus. This ride on a roller coaster, knowing that we're strapped in, that he's got us no matter where things go. And so I pray, send us to those people. We pray over Encounter this week that you would continue to pour out your spirit. This is the third open air revival in less than a month in our area because you are doing something here. And we want to be a part of it, God. And so I pray that you would send us with an urgency, Lord, to take you out of this building, to go public with who you are, God. Because there are people tonight and the next four nights that are going to hear things about you that they've never known. And they're going to see in us a witness of security and strength, God, that they've always wanted. And I pray that your kingdom would expand in this county as a result. Give us an expectation, God. And more than that, give us intentionality to be there. In your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Amen.